Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. Ticket Fox KFXL Weather. Brought to you by Bryant Air Conditioning, Heating, Electrical, and Plumbing. Your Lincoln forecast today, showers and storms likely throughout the day. Much cooler today, too. We'll see a high of around 70. Tonight, another chance of showers and storms with a low of around 63. And tomorrow, another chance of showers and storms throughout the day. Otherwise, staying mostly cloudy with a high of around 83. I'm meteorologist Kyle Kleckner for 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. This. Anybody who knows me knows I was cocky out of the womb. <laughs> His early break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Weekday mornings from 6 to 8 on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Big Ten Media Days tomorrow in Indianapolis. We will be there tomorrow and Wednesday. Looking forward to that being on the field at wow. Lucas Oil Stadium. Making the drive today. You're flying out today. Yes, flying. After the show, Charlotte. we head out east. It's a beautiful Charlotte for me and then into Indy. Yeah, whatever. Long ways past, but whatever works. Yeah. We are joined now on the phone by Mike Farrell of Mike Farrell Sports, the godfather of recruiting and the man who knows a lot about college football. Good morning, Mike. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll get to your quarterback rankings in a second which you're very high in Casey Thompson but I just saw a few minutes ago that the Big Ten media poll is out and Nebraska is fifth in the West Wisconsin the heavy favorites for this year uh, do, you, do you like Nebraska fifth or do you like them better than that when you assess their team Mike um, <laughs> it's a it's a tough one I mean you're evaluating a team that only won three games last year but right. lost a lot of close games so are, are they going to take the next step, um, you know, turn those losses into wins, or, you know, is the West too strong? Because I think the West is, is very strong. Um, I, I don't I don't argue fifth. Um, you know, obviously I think Wisconsin is probably the best team in the West. Uh, then Iowa follows them. And then you've got a group of, you know, Minnesota, Purdue, uh, Illinois, and Nebraska, and, and Northwestern, because they always bounce back, even though they have a 3-9 season as well, that they're going to be scrambling for number three. Uh, so fifth, I know Nebraska fans are going to be upset with that. Uh, I don't really argue it. I have them winning at most seven games this season okay. to keep Scott Frost employed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, last year the fourth-place team won nine games, uh, you know, and then there was a drop-off to Illinois at 5-7. and seven. So, you know, Right in that four or five range is where I would have them. Mike Farrell joins us, uh, recruiting guru, college football guru. I really enjoy your appearances on New Heisel's show. I always have. <laughs> um, what What is your hesitancy 
and with Nebraska, I mean, saying maybe seven wins, I get. I mean, I understand, but I want to hear you say it. What is what is Mike Farrell's hesitancy in going any further with projecting success for Nebraska? Well, I mean, you know, just looking at the schedule itself, um, I know they almost beat Oklahoma last year, and they've got them at home this year. But you know, from see, I look at things from a national perspective, so I don't have, you know, my my Cornhusker uh, glasses on, and you look at that as a as a loss. Uh, now they may pull an upset, but I think they'll be you know underdogs at home. Um, then you look at some of the other games. I mean, they're at Purdue, um, they're at Michigan, they're at Iowa. Um, you know, you assume Wisconsin's stronger and, and, and they can win, even though it's in Nebraska. You know, just putting that together, I can find five losses. Um, there are questions, you know, as to whether. Certain players are going to step up. I mean, they need help at wide receiver. So, you know, Omar Manning, is he ever going to be the player we thought he would be? Trey Palmer is a tremendous transfer and a great talent, but he didn't really do it uh, at LSU. Marcus Washington has talent, uh, but he transferred for a reason as well. Offensive line is question marks. I mean, they've got a couple of guys, um, obviously Corcoran. But they've also got some question marks and guys that need to step it up. And then the running game is, is questionable as well. So it's going to be dependent on Casey Thompson, how he you know gels with those wide receivers. The defense, I think, can be good. I think they can keep them in games. Um, but I do worry a little bit that offensively they might struggle. And if they do, that defense is on the field for a long time. And then it's just becomes difficult to win football games. Mike Farrell joins us. Mike, you're, so you're very familiar with O'Shawn Mathis. What kind of impact do you envision O'Shawn Mathis, the transfer edge rusher from TCU, making? Um, immediate. Um, he's a very athletic kid. You know, I don't – Nebraska fans were extremely convinced they were going to get Micah Parsons. Um, I, I was not. You know, he was going to go to Ohio State, then the infractions came out, and then he ended up with Penn State. And he took visits to Nebraska. Um, and I'm not saying he's that player, but he's that kind of player. Um, he could drop in space. He could cause a lot of problems, uh, even at the line of scrimmage, you know, getting his hands up and, uh, you know, making the passing lanes difficult. And he could flat-out pass rush. So when you get a guy like that, He's going to get attention shifted to him. It's going to help the rest of the defensive line. And in some cases, you you can't stop him anyways. Now, Jermaine Johnson transferred from Georgia to Florida State last year, made a huge difference yeah. for Florida State. Yeah. They still struggled on the field. But that's the type of guy I think they're getting is, is a Jermaine Johnson type, but with the versatility to stand up uh, at times. Wow. So, Join Mike Farrell. Mike, your quarterback rankings, you went through your top 50, and you had Casey Thompson at number 25. I think that was third in the Big Ten behind C.J. Stroud and Aiden O'Connell. Um, I'm not, I haven't seen anybody as high on him as you are. Why, why are you so high on Casey Thompson uh, at Nebraska? He was very efficient last year. Um, you know, obviously he's overshadowed a little bit by the fact that Texas wasn't good and the fact that they, you know, we're losing games they shouldn't have lost and all the attention on Sark and, you know, and Bijan Robinson, obviously Xavier worthy. Those guys got a lot of attention, but he was a very efficient player and they had a really very average to, to below average offensive line. 
Um, so he had to get the ball out fast. He had to make quick decisions. He had to extend the play. And his efficiency in that area is really what I looked at. I mean, he had nine interceptions, but under duress, oddly enough, um, only one of those picks, you know, came when he had to really, really, you know, make a quick decision. His problem is that sometimes he locks in, um, and, and he, he will improve upon that. But when you look at a guy who, you know, had 24 touchdowns, nine interceptions, and nobody really knows how good he was last season. And the season before that, you know, we saw him in a bowl game. The efficiency, six TDs, no picks. I think with Whipple, um, you know, who's going to take him out of his comfort zone a little bit. If Mark Whipple's great with quarterbacks who struggle to really let it go. And by that, I mean he took Kenny Pickett, even though, you know, Pat Narduzzi slams Mark Whipple. He took Kenny Pickett <laughs> and made him a more yeah. aggressive passer. Uh, he, he forced him to get the ball downfield and make difficult throws. And, and I think that's what he's going to do with Casey Thompson. Now, sometimes that leads to more interceptions, but I just have a feeling with Thompson that's going to open up his game and make him a more confident quarterback. And he's going to think less because he locks in, and that's where he gets in trouble. College football expert Mike Farrell joins us. Mike, Mike. so the fan base here is very familiar with Pat Narduzzi's comments about Whipple. What is there any rhyme or reason behind those comments? I've been reading that even the Pittsburgh writers were sort of taken aback by it. What What was your thought on that? Yeah, coaches are difficult people. Um, they just are. And Mark Whipple is not an exception to that rule. I mean, he's been around forever. I, I live in the Northeast. He was a UMass for a long time, and he was at Pittsburgh with Ben Roethlisberger. And, and I'm not saying he's difficult, but I'm saying there's an ego situation here where Narduzzi, I believe, this is my opinion, felt that Whipple was getting all the attention for development of Kenny Pickett. Um, and, and Narduzzi is a guy that is very hot-blooded. Um, he will say what he thinks. We saw what he you know, said about Jordan Addison and the tampering at USC you know, to get him to go there. To the Trojans, um, I think it's sour grapes. Honestly, I just don't think he wanted him to lose, uh, leave. And, leave. and you know, Coach, Coach Marion, the wide receiver coach going to Texas, and Mark Whipple going to Nebraska is kind of the reason Jordan Addison left. So I think there's part of a, a, you know, a little bit of a, a bad blood there. And, and um, you know, he, he's just upset. I mean, I don't think there's any value in what he said. Um, I think Whipple did a great job. And I know people at Pitt that I talked to who said that he really did a great job developing not only Pickett but Jordan Addison because both of them wanted to be pushed in a certain way, and Whipple knew how to do that. So I, I don't know. It, it confuses me, but sometimes you say stuff, and you don't regret it. You mean it, but you're not supposed to say it. You know, Dabo Swinney says NIL is bad for football. Well, you're not supposed to say that, and you get, tr- you get in trouble if you do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just got to keep your mouth shut and, and just, you know, let your personal feelings, you know, be private. Jeez, I should do that more often. Go ahead, Jake. <laughs> Mike mm, Farrell. I never do. <laughs> Mike, have you prepared yourself mentally for a Big Ten conference with USC and UCLA in it coming up in a couple of years? Not really, but I think it's going to be fun because the, the, the contrasting styles, you know, those teams are going to have to come and play in cold weather. And, and everybody focuses on the snow games and all that stuff. I mean, how many do we get in the Big Ten? You know, it really, it's, it's into December, you know, maybe late November. But – 
the styles really they, they fascinate me because you know while everybody's putting up graphics of them playing on the road at Nebraska or, or at Wisconsin and there's you know 10 inches of snow I look more at it like there's nobody in the pack 10 uh, pack 12 that that plays that style of football mm-hmm. um, they, so USC and UCLA are they're going to be going up against, you know, six foot seven, three hundred thirty pound offensive linemen. Uh, they're going to be, you know, run over in the fourth quarter, worn down. I mean, they don't see running backs like Braylon Allen uh, very often out there. Um, but Big Ten teams see spread offenses. You know, I mean, they see what Ohio State does. At least Ohio State, Purdue. Those teams. So I think the Big Ten is going to have a, a scheme advantage over those teams. And honestly, we've seen teams move from one conference to another, Nebraska being an example, and not being able to find that continued success. Um, this is a scary move if, if I'm a UCLA and USC fan because they could do things out there. Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to roco slash regrow. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. In the Pac-12. But the Big Ten is a different animal and, and they could take a, many years to adjust to the physical style of play. Interesting. <clears throat> Speaking of the Big Ten and its physical style and its prowess, Mike, is there any reason for concern at the in, in the Big Ten that the Big Ten hasn't won a national title since 2014? Should they – should that be – at the conference level, should that be a discussion? I mean, what, what, what do you – how do you feel about the Big Ten not winning a title since 2014? And I think they've played for one. Ohio State got hammered by Alabama in 220. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't concern me. I mean, everything's about money, and the Big Ten's <laughs> making a ton of money. Um, and everybody's happy. You know, even 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 Nebraska, you know, who some fans and boosters would love for them to go back in time and not come to the Big Ten, just have to look at the check that's written and say, wow, okay, yeah, we're happy. We're in a good situation. This is my, my theory on this Okay, is, is very weather related. <laughs> Sounds okay. stupid, but Southern teams recruit Southern players. The only team that's gone, been able to get out of their comfort zone and legitimately recruit five and four star kids from the Southeast, from Texas, from California. The only team, is Ohio State, um, and they did it obviously under Urban Meyer. Uh, they're doing it under Ryan Day, so they're they're prepared um, from a talent perspective. I think there's 
60 plus players on the Ohio State roster that are four or five stars and above. Um, that's the team that's going to win the national championship. If, if a Big Ten team yeah. is going to do it. Yeah. And they're the only team, this includes Notre Dame, that I consider a northern team that really has a chance to win a national championship over the next many years. And it's just, that's the way it is. I mean, you know, it's hard to go down to get a kid in Florida to come all the way to Lincoln, Nebraska, or to, you know, to, to Wisconsin or to Iowa. And then, you know, you take them on a visit and they, 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 they get off a plane at 10 degrees. They want to turn around. Um, they're there for a year. The portal's so accessible. It's like, man, you know, we're not winning, and there's 25 inches of snow. I'm out of here. Uh, and it's really just it's gotten worse and worse and worse over the years when it comes to Southern players, you know, gravitating up north when they could just stay in the southeast and win national championships. So, so <clears throat> to summarize, Mike, Ohio State not only can go down into the south in the warm weather and get players. They also have the state of Ohio, which is a great recruiting yes. state. Advantages, yes. advantages, huge advantages yes. for the Buckeyes. Well, that's why they win. I mean, honestly, they've got, our, I would say, the fifth or sixth best recruiting state. They have, in my opinion, the second best recruiting advantage of anybody. LSU is number one in Louisiana. Um, and then they can recruit nationally. So that brand... You know, in, in addition to the being able to recruit nationally is what makes them a legit national title contender. And I think they're going to play for the national title this year. I don't know if they'll beat Alabama. Uh, and I think Ryan Day will win one or two national championships. It's the challenge of the other teams to get there. Like Michigan got to the playoff last year. They had no chance. No, they did let's say, let's say Alabama didn't show up or Georgia didn't show up. Let's say one of these teams like just – had a flat game in the playoffs when you get to the championship game. You're going to play another one of them, and you're going to get throttled then, too. you got to win two. Plus, with an expanded playoff, now you're going to have to win more against Southeast teams. And, and, and I lump in Clemson. I put Miami in there because I think they're coming back. Um, it's, just, it's just hard. I mean, you get there. Michigan State got to the playoff. whoop we do They get killed. Yep. Um, just the way it is, it's just life and parody in college football doesn't exist. And we still have warm weather states versus cold weather states. And the kids who recruit up up here, you know, they can train year round and they can play football, you know, when it's spring and summer and fall. But there's no really replacement for that 365 day commitment and grind in the heat in those places which make those great football players. Uh, it, there's just something about it, and we've seen it in the draft. We've seen it in the national championships. It's not, I'm, make, I'm not making this up. It's not like, it's, this isn't rocket science. This is clear. There's evidence that, that it's going to be difficult for a Big Ten team to win. Okay, Mike, awesome stuff. Thanks so much for the time. We will chat with you again sometime down the road. Sure. Good Great time. stuff. Mike, Mike Farrell, MikeFarrellSports.com, and the Godfather Recruiting. Wonderful stuff this morning. Honored me. to be joined by Mike Farrell. Yeah. Interesting. Did you hear what he said about the Big Ten not winning a national title since 2014? Mitigated 
mitigated the, the the issue mitigated by the fact that you're raking in money. That's yep. the, that's right college up. football right, right now. now. Did you hear the he answer? Did, he did say that. Well, money's all that matters right now. Money's money over winning. Yep, that's where we're at I in know. college football. D- d- tell me I'm wrong. Winning is very important, but money seems a lot more important right now. That's a very interesting answer. I don't necessarily disagree with him. Mike was excellent. excellent stuff. But think about the Ohio State advantages. They they go and do a good job in the South recruiting, and they still have their own state. Yep. Good to be the Buckeyes. Good to be the Buckeyes. Let's play the game. She'll give us a call right now at 464-568. Five your chance to win a business box of bagels to Bagels and Joe. I believe you were one in four last week. Rough, rough go. Let's get off to a better start this week. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I'll try. Today's topic, some guys you might be hearing from the next couple days in Indianapolis. Big Ten players at Media Days. What schools do these guys go to? Okay, great. Great. Ready? Yes. 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Starts right now. We've all been there. You're listening to the radio, and then that rage starts to grow inside of you. It starts to consume you. It gets to a point where you just want to yell, Shut up, Sipple! <clears throat> no, sorry. I'm sorry. Well, here's your chance. It's time to shut up, Sipple. Call now to play. 464-5685. Shut up, Sipple. Brought to you by Bagels and Joe. We are going to media days. Who else is going to media days from around the Big Ten? <laughs> That's today's trivia. I, I should have looked at it. There was a list yeah, that was put out. It was out there. Yeah, how did you not know? I just figured I'm, I'm too lazy genius. to look at yeah, it. It's true. Brock I, I is Brock, awesome. how do you feel about Big Ten players going to media days? Uh, we'll give it a we'll give it a try here. All right, Brock. Thanks for calling. First question goes to you. Here we go. What team in the Big Ten does safety Xavier Henderson play for? Uh, I'll go Ohio State. Never a bad guess for the Buckeyes, but not correct here. Sip, you want to steal that one? Nope, pass. All players at media days, it would be Michigan State, the Matt. Spartans. Okay. Um, why was Gus doing a like a bird? Know. Bird. Yeah, the Spartans aren't a bird. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. Hawk? Oh, hi. Okay. Iowa Hawkeye? Oh, he does yeah. a hot. No, yeah. incorrect. Michigan State. All right, Sip, first question for the lead. What team in the Big Ten does tight end Eric All play for? Eric All. I think he's one of Michigan's great tight ends. Michigan. Michigan is correct. A 1-0 lead for Sip. Yeah. To tie it up, Brock, your last question down 1-0. What team in the Big Ten does running back Chase Brown play for? Chase Brown. You better get this, Brock, because I got it. These are all players making their way to media days. Brock? Yeah, uh, I think he's Illinois. Yeah, good job. Illinois good job. is correct. A 1-1 tie. He needed that. All right, Sip, if you get this Chase right. Chase Brown's a pretty good little running he back. He's a good back. If you, win the, if you get this right, the game's over. But if you miss this, Brock can still win outright as well. For the win, last question. Sip, what team in the Big Ten does wide receiver Rakeem Jarrett play for? I have no earthly idea. Um, but it's one of 14. He is at Media Days. Say the name again. Rakeem Jarrett, a receiver. I know. Uh, From this school. Jared. 
Five seconds. Got 14 options here. Thanks. Five. Penn State. No. Brock, do you want Rakeem Jarrett for the win or are we going to the tiebreaker? I'll pass. That would be the Maryland Terrapins for Rakeem Jarrett. All right, this will go to you, Sip, because it was the callers the other day. All right, we're in overtime. This is right. This is for you. Brock, we're in overtime. You will go over, under, Sip's answer. Sip, how many receptions did Eric all have last year for Michigan? He had all of 24. Okay. Over, under, 24 catches last year for Eric All, Brock. Uh, go over. He had 38 catches for 437 yards and two touchdowns. Terrible guess. Yeah, he had, that's two catches a game, basically. You had Actually, less than that, they played the, the playoff. Yeah, great, the, thanks. I'll just let you know. Yeah. Brock, good Brock, job. Congrats. We'll get your bagels. Thanks for calling in and calling down the road. Thanks, guys. All right, have a good one, Brock. For Brock, loss for you. Good win for Brock. Yeah, he came. Back. He was. He was. He didn't look great at, for the while there. Thanks to Bagels and Joe. Yep, I'm gonna go to that downtown location. Now I'm working downtown. I was. Oh, nice. See it. I'm gonna rip in there. Um, rip it. Rip in there. Well, usually in a hurry, as you yeah. know. Yep. Um, I. Uh, that's a bad loss. That's a bad loss. Yeah, you should have had that one. Yeah. It's a bad guess. Bad loss, bad I was surprised guess. you went for 24. I thought you might go like 32. I didn't think you'd be above the number. I thought you might be a little bit below. 38's a yeah. chunk. Yeah, they go good. to their tight ends a lot, though. They did. But, see, I thought they they had another tight end in that. In that. True. They, they did. So You're I right. didn't You're think right. the number okay, would be that fair. big. That's yeah. fair. All right, you got to run. you got to get to Omaha. Because yes. you got to fly out. I got some. Soon. I got some uh, travel challenges. Yeah, you've got a flight to catch, and uh, I'll have the spillover with DP and Jay. All right, well, DP's here for sure. I think Jay will be here too. That's up next. The early break in the ticket. Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to roco slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow.